When I first walked in the locker room, when I saw Wayne standing in front of his locker, I looked at the nameplate and I was like, that's Wayne? <laughs> man, I called my mom. My mom be starting in a week. <laughs> and then what happened? We got on the field. Yeah, I got on the field. I'm like, hey, the dude is a baller. He yeah. up his nails. You can't cover him. You used to, what yeah. you call it, the slippery noodle you used to give slippery him. It's your man, Lavernius Coles, his main man, Wayne Corbett, and we got a special guest today, the man from the University of Miami, Mr. Explosive Plays himself, probably soon to be in the commander's ring of honor, my man, Mr. First Round Santana Moss. How you doing, boss? What's up, fellas? You know, we, old, we, we, we back to the old days, about to, about to approach the practice field. <laughs> yeah, man. What's good with y'all? Man, we're excited to have you, my man. We're just going to talk about a little bit of... Um, both of our teams, and just talk about you know the fun we had when we played together. Uh, mm-hmm. Got got the the three six feet under guys back together for the first <laughs> time in a long time. <laughs> Nobody cracked six feet, so that was a big thing when we were playing, man. That was um, crazy, huh? Yeah, thanks for, for for joining us, and we're gonna talk about your commanders and how they doing. And Wayne, what you got for us, man? You know, initially I was looking at the twenty uh, the two thousand one. Playoff game versus the Colts, but uh, I wanted to see our statistics that year: 160 catches, 2,300 yards, and 18 touchdowns between three of us. I dare you to find a better three uh, in any year than uh, that, that we had that year. We was rolling, man. You know, I tell folks all the time. Um, you know, and it's crazy because you know, once I kind of, I'm one of them dudes. I cut the cord, like I'm a Gemini, and one of the things about us, you know. We keep it moving. We don't look back. I never look in the rearview mirror for nothing. And so when I left New York, you know, I remember the whole talk leading up to Coles coming back to me leaving. You got to think about it. It was after that 2004 playoff run we had, and I was on fire. I went out there, had 100 yards against San Diego, came back the next week. I told Herm, put me back at punt return. I'm going to run one back. Them exact words. <laughs> I went. I ran a punt. I ran the first jet, what, punt return back in the playoff history. So, you know, I was on fire, and then I hear, like, weeks later, like, they ha- they unhappy with you. So I'm like, huh? Like, what happy about what? And they tell me, oh, because you took yourself off a punt return that year. And I'm like, man, you know what? It's like, damn if I do, damn if I don't. But Drew was like, look, I got a plan. They don't, they don't deserve you, and you can go elsewhere. And I'm like, you know, I'm one of those guys. My old man always taught me to um, finish what you start. So I didn't want to leave out on that note, especially when I was playing at my high. I finally got comfortable. I finally had my confidence going. I just felt like, okay, I just had 1,000 yards a year before, 2004. They weren't trying to get me another 1,000 because they didn't want to pay me. Let me go ahead and play this thing out one more year. But everything happens for a reason. So when it happened, I never looked back. But I always remembered you guys, and I always told folks that, man, I learned so much from Wayne. You know, Wayne used to talk to me all the time talking about, Hey, Tanner, you doing everything full speed, you know, slow down a little bit, you know, and, and it's crazy to say that to, to, to me, speed, speed racer, speed runner, you know, uh, but I did. I slowed it down. I, I watched stuff when other guys did it. And then I just remember Coles, you know, Coles being that guy when I first got there. Coles like, man, have my seat. You know, he already knew what time it was. Like, man, come over here, sit over here. Because, you know, when you're a young guy, man, especially coming in first round, the older heads, you know, the upper class guys, we all said when we was in college, 
those guys want to get on you a little bit and, and you know find ways to uh you know you know pick at you a little bit man but i've always appreciated you guys so if i never told you that personally man i want to tell that to you guys now oh man appreciate you brother hey, uh I, I guess that answers the question why i haven't seen you at alumni weekend <laughs> <laughs> now honestly no no honestly look when i say cut the cord i was still playing you know what i mean so i didn't i didn't want to think about nothing behind me you know that i left you know i wanted to move forward i'm retired now i'm i'm more than happy i'll be more than happy to come up i, I came up in 2019 for the first time when they invited me out and i was looking forward to doing it a, i think a couple of camps ago that we was all in talks trying to get us there the same day i just worked with the team up here so my schedule never freed up but man trust me if they have a day that i can come up there and see all the old guys man to be a part of that yeah. I want to put the 83 green jersey back on one more game, man. I, I would love to come up there and be a part of it. Trust me, I'm looking forward to it, actually. And and the crazy thing is, uh, we were talking about it, so you was only you you was upset about having going somewhere else. I was upset about having to leave. So yeah. they never kept what they had in the house, man. So don't yeah. feel bad because I had to leave to come mm-hmm. back. They, 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 they never want to take care of their own guys. Now, they took care of Wayne. Now, they love Wayne. Wayne, baby boy. But us, they treated like, like we'll find another one. It did us bad. You go, you go over there, go get your money, and then you come back. We're gonna send Santana over there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's how it worked for us. But man, yeah. those two years was great, and people always tell us that those two years we had together was the glory days. And I just think about what if they yeah. had all three of us together for the prime of our careers during those years, man. The, the great things we could have done. And remember. We didn't have a lot of good opportunities uh, yep. at that time because we had Curtis Martin uh, in the backfield, and we didn't get a gang of targets. Mm-hmm. So we had to cash in on every opportunity we had yeah. uh, when the ball was in the air. So we, we wasn't a part of one of those offenses we see now when things yeah. are pass-oriented. You know what I mean? Like, it's pass-first nowadays. We was a yeah. part of – I was telling guys about my whole career. You know, for the 14 years I played, whether it was in New York or D.C., it was always run first, you know, yeah. third down, go get your money, Tanner. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> so when I look at these guys and the numbers, you know, I say, don't get it twisted, man. You can't compare guys about numbers because now things are so wide open. Who knows what we could have did if the game was open like that for us where we can go out there and just know, you know, each drive. I used to pray a series I'm getting an attempt because, you know, you got <laughs> so many guys out there. You got a fullback that was going to catch 40, 50 catches a, a year too. So, it was like, you know, slim pickings when all this played together. But like I said, I was just living in the moment. I was appreciating what I had because that's who I've always been. And when it was my time to step up, move into that, you know, to that slot you left, then I was ready for that, you know, the opportunity as well. So, man, we had fun, man. But you're right. What if? Yeah. Well, I think I think we should be appreciative of the past, but also be thankful these guys are able to do something we ain't able to do. They they breaking the bank right now. They having to back up the Brinks truck. Um, they also, you know, like I said, the offense has changed. The quarterbacks have gotten mm-hmm. uh, significantly more opportunities in the pass first. Off, and you can't touch guys at the five yards. They used to beat us up at the five yards. Yeah, all uh, day. We were playing. But neither here nor there, the Jets are what we call not doing well. And yeah. the commanders are right on par with them. So <laughs> they have a game coming up this week. Yeah, we are here to discuss who you think is going to be the best of the trash this weekend. Oh, That's basically what we're talking about. Who's That's going to be the better team this week? I'd much rather lose so we can get a higher draft pick. What are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, honestly, man, you know, 
I, I don't care. I, I've been stopped caring. Really. You know, I, I have. I will be up there at the game. I'll be on the sideline pregame and then postgame. I'll be in the, uh, uh, you know, near the locker room area doing our postgame show. Me and B. Mitch. But uh, yeah, man, it's just hard to say. But when I look at you know what the Jets bring to the table this week, that defense still humming. You know, and that defense you rarely see a defense that has uh, the kind of playmakers that that's this particular Jet defense do have on every level. Defensive line, linebacker, and the secondary. And not only one guy, there's multiple guys on every level. So it's one of them things that when I watch the games from afar, watching the Jets play, the offense tends to wear the defense out. Because if the offense isn't getting anywhere, you know, if Zach and them boys not moving that ball, the defense got to get right back on the field. They're tired from giving that, that offense the opportunity to try to get a layup or score. And the offense just ain't, you know, do they – part of the bargain and now the defense got to go out there and defend again but I would say this um most of the games that they're won is because the defense was able to do what they do and the offense rose to the challenge stepped up and said let's go out here and put some points on the board so with me being an analyst here in Washington and talking about these boys the commanders coming into the dough the first thing I would say is their defense gonna be their defense now defensively for us we better make sure we continue to make y'all offense lick their wounds. Don't give them no chance to feel like, you know, this is a team that we can get ahead on because they just as bad as us. Make them feel like who they've been feeling like all year long. Ever since Rodgers went down, this offense knew it's, it's, it's been no, you know, no luck. We're not going to have a chance this year. And at times they have moments, you know, at times I've seen Zach have moments. But, you know, in all reality, man, if they can't get Brees going, they can't get Zach comfortable enough, things just don't go well in the offense regardless of what they're doing. LC said, um, you guys should rest too and just play with nine and maybe we got a chance to score. <laughs> seven on seven, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess my thing is would we much rather have a higher draft pick uh, in this year's upcoming draft because we, uh, it, it, I mean, and, and believe it or not, bro, even if we had Rodgers, I don't think we'd be doing much better because our offensive line isn't doing really well. Yeah, And the quarterbacks we've had back there um, are more mobile than Rodgers is. So, with him being back there, he either would have been hurt or he'd have been beat up. Yeah. And, and Running for his life. Yeah, yeah. man. So that, that, it, I don't think it would have been good either way. So, I mean, I, I like to ask, uh, phone a friend like the fans a lot of time to try and figure out, you know, <laughs> what, what should our next move be? Of course, we, we're not making any changes. And it's been dismal over here. And you know mm-hmm. what it was like over there when, when Dan was up at leadership and then how is it in the building over there with new ownership and stuff like that is it better is it a, a better attitude or how is it over there the energy is better the energy don't get me wrong i love dan you know everybody have their way of saying what they feel about dan but me personally i never had to run into the dan that a lot of these other people ran into so i'm, I'm thankful for that <laughs> but no i love dan dan you know you know how dan is serious players like if you out there doing your thing dan dan gonna make your life easy he gonna make it sweet for you so I appreciate that. Um, but with that being said, when I say the energy is different, it's because when you have something new, that new shining toy, everybody's up for it. Everybody want to get a you know chance to ride that you know that new car or that new bike or whatever it may be. And one of the things that's been the um, I guess you can say we can hang our hat on here in the DMV area is, and you know this firsthand, um, uh, Coles, this fan base. Travels, bro. They don't care what you do. I mean, we we ain't been winning no games, man. Like these these guys show up every time you have something going on, whether it's the off season in January, whether it's in mid March, whether it's 
you know, 10 inches on the ground, these fans come out. So the fans had got away from us a little bit because of whatever, you know, the turmoil that was going on in the organization. And I guess mainly a lot of them had started pointing the finger at Dan. And when the change happened, when the new ownership came in, now they jumped back in. Everybody's, you know, they buying the tickets up. They, you know, a lot of them still don't like the commander's name, but they want to see the team win. And it's crazy because even though I said it's a lot of fresh energy in the building, it was like that in the beginning of the season, too, for the fan base. And now with the whole season, you know, turning out the way it's turning out, you still got some disgruntled fans, but then you still have a bunch of them out there just showing up, man, because they just believe in, you know, that Bergen and goal, and they want to see us do better. They want to see us go out there and have the years that a lot of them remember, those championship seasons. Even the years when Gibbs came back, they want to see those years, just see us being able to uh, be uh, competitors, you know, each and every week. That's one of the things that I, I live for. Like, you know, I've never really been big on saying, I want you to go out there and blow this team out. I just want you to compete. You know, that's what I learned, you know, at an early age, like even as a receiver. Like, I care less about who was with me. We're going to all eat together. I just gonna, I want to go out there and make that guy better because I know he's going to make me better. I know I'm going to rise to the challenge because that's what I do. That's how I got here. So that's what I like to see each and every week when they ask me questions about the team, what I want to see this week. Yeah, I know both of these teams aren't worth watching, especially on uh, Christmas Eve. There's better things you could be doing <laughs> with your kids and your family. But let's see a competitive game. Let's see the Jets defense be the Grinches that they are with that all green on. And let's see us go out there and rise to the challenge offensively because that's going to be one of our toughest matchups. And then on the same side, our defense go out there and do what they've been doing of lately, playing fast. You know, uh, we kind of brought things back down to, to, the, uh, to the basics. Let them see, go out there, play fast, and not get caught up in this whole, you know what I mean, who we playing and, and, and should we play to that level. No, go out there and attack regardless of who you got on the field. Well, guys, it sounds like we should be in for a competitive football game if our offense can show up and do a little bit of something uh, this week coming up. I'm just thankful, man, you're giving us your time so we can, we can hang out and go and go over some funny stories about the past and then talk about our two teams and the energy in the building. And we experienced that over in New York a great deal when Aaron came into the building. Because for this mm-hmm. team, preseason, everybody talking about Super Bowl in New York. Just yeah. one player walked through the door and they thought that was going to be a change. When I said it wasn't going to be a change, I was the Grinch. So I was the one that went at you, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, bro. You don't walk one man through the door and don't address your offensive line mm-hmm. and think that he's going to be the difference in you winning 10-11 football games. It yeah. don't work that way. So now they've got an opportunity to see that one person can't flip and hold organization. Mm-hmm. And now they're pigeonholed pretty much with this guy for the next year or two and what direction they're going to go in. Because our fans now are calling for a different coach, a different front office, and everybody's mad and in uproars because they know – one player in this draft, one offensive lineman ain't going to cut it for us. So we got other issues over here. It sounds like the commanders are trending in the right direction. Um, they seem like a pretty solid team. If they could probably score anything, that's probably what they'll beat us by. I think that's what Wayne said the other day. If they can move the ball, oh, we need our defense to score to give us a chance. What are Yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Yeah, we can't let y'all defense score because to me, I think that's that's going to be the, uh, the tail all of the game. All right. Y'all defense – so good that the offense don't have to score. The defense can go out there and, and get turnovers and, and keep them in the game and then punch it in. I mean, with a blinking of an eye. I, I've seen those guys, Whitehead. 
I've seen those guys back there. Sauce ain't really been saucy this year because people don't want to throw at them. But even when they do throw at them, it's just one of those situations, man. They finding the right time to throw his way when they're in zone or when they're in something. But when I watch film on the guy, man, he's just he's one of those guys. He got that it factor. And then the guy on the other side of him as well, even though he got beat deep last week by uh, your boy uh, Waddle, yeah. he's still one of those guys that you know you gotta you gotta reckon for because he will you know what I mean he'll be a thorn in your backside too. So. I just feel like up front, man, you guys so disruptive. Um, uh, uh, Quentin Williams or something like that, man, he's so disruptive, bro. Every play, you see this guy coming off the ball, he's almost on the level or surpassed the level of how Sap aggravated people, you know, yeah. up front. You know, the things that Warren Sap used to do in those days, you know, at that position. Man, I, I'm watching him. I'm just scared right now for offensive line. I'm like, Shh, boy, if he does that against us, then we probably be reaching back there again and finding, you know, some kind of help with our, you know, changing things. If Sam can't, you know, get rid of the ball and 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 pick up some of those schemes, so who knows, man? You know, uh, Fred Fred Smooth called it left buck cheat, right buck cheat game. You know, putting <laughs> together. He said you putting together, you know what's behind it. So, <laughs> hey man, hey, but that's basically what you're gonna get, man. It probably be a muddy, ugly game, but more than anything, I want to see a competitive matchup, man. Just give us something to all be happy for on a day that we all excited about. I'm pretty sure the kids and everybody else just happy that it's Christmas is gonna be the next day. And I played in one Christmas Eve game uh, throughout my career, one, and that was my first year in um dc and it was against the giants and i remember it was a game bryce a game i'll never forget to me that's like one of my most memorable games and you know they talk about so many games up here uh you know the cowboy game when i you know won that in overtime i mean not in overtime but i won that in monday night and some of the other games the jacksonville game i won in overtime but that game on christmas eve playing against the giants knowing i had just came from new york and seeing the giants and i had like three touchdowns I never forget it because it was just one of those days that I just felt coming to the stadium, you know, the joy that I had of knowing that my family was up. I was going to be giving out so many gifts to the ones that wasn't fortunate. And quite frankly, I was giving out gifts to the Cowboys. Uh, I mean, not to the Cowboys, but to the uh, giant DBs that, <laughs> sure that they ain't like. But <laughs> games are memorable. Those games are special. So I'm hoping that both of these teams can have that same kind of feeling. Well. Not me, because I want us to lose so we can get a higher draft pick. I'm just being real with you. I don't want nothing memorable for us. <laughs> you want to just, hey, all right, so I'm going to take your word for it. Cole's want him to get into the stadium and get out as quick as possible, no matter what the score is. <laughs> In and out. That's it, baby. Don't waste, don't waste a lot of time. Don't waste a lot of energy. Just show up. Our offensive line ain't never got off the bus anyway, but I was like, they, they would want to show up this week. But I'm like, man, I think right now where we at picking what pick in the draft, I believe. I think we're picking like seven or eight right well, now. Well, right now we're in front of y'all. We we in the top three. So, yeah. you know, it's the same thing, you know. But I like I said, I don't get caught up in that draft stuff because who knows, man. You know, you have enough capital. If you have enough picks, you can kind of like, you know, trade up and get those guys that might be available to you or that's can, you know, be different makers. But – I'm kind of confused of what, what, who will we pick if we do still keep this, this slot, this top three slot? Because if we're going to get rid of our staff, do we keep EB so we can keep him working with Sam? Or do we say, okay, we're going to bring in a whole new staff and they're going to get rid of the offensive coordinator as well. And then we're going to get a quarterback. Then you'll be right at, you know, all, you know, at draw one again, like, okay, we got to do this all over again. We got to get this quarterback to come in here 
learn. You know how that is, man. That process takes time, man. You got a guy to me, you know, and Sam Howell that's capable. He okay. shows you he's tough. He's durable. He shows you he have a cannon. He can throw the ball. He can he can he can layer it. He can put arch on it. He has an arm. But the only thing that I think that's been hindering him for the most part is just decision making, being decisive. You know, what I mean, not having the offensive line at times that's protecting him, and then him protecting himself at times. So, with all that being said, it's still his first year. Even though it's his second year, it's still his first year of football. You know, this is he only played one game last year. That was the last game of the season. So right now, it's still his first year of football. You get you got to get that time. You know, when he's showing you all that, you can't just give up. And I think that's what's been, you know, plaguing us for so many years. We try to go back to the drawing board every draft, yeah. but instead of just building around what we have and developing that 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 core together. And so I, that's one of the things, like you saying, like, hey, you ready? You you want them to lose so you can get those draft picks. The reason why I say I don't care, because I, if we don't have the right people here to do what they need to do with the draft picks, then what what sense does it make? You think, I you mean, I think it's just there. a waste of you going out there and, and picking guys that's not going to still fit the team that you have. You feel me? Yeah, now I think about it. It don't really matter because I well, doesn't need offensive line. I I behind to go draft a linebacker with the top three picks. <laughs> no, no, no one. You definitely need linemen. You know, you definitely need linemen. So who knows, man? Yeah. Wayne, what you got for us, man? Nah, I'm just listening to you guys, man. I was like, <laughs> I thought of a bunch of bunch of shit to say, and I just was like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> Damn, I had a point. Nah, uh, so Saint Hey, are you gonna be at the game this weekend? Yeah, I'll be up there, man. You know, I I travel with the teams, and so um, yeah, I'll be on the sideline uh, right before the game. We do our okay. pregame show either on the opposing sideline or, or our sideline, depending on where they have it set up for us at. So I'll be up there, man. I, I, I think the night before we do yeah. a rally in, in Manhattan somewhere um, at one of the bars that's basically like a commander bar. We did it when we went up there and played the Giants. I forgot the bar name, but um, it was a nice show up. You, you, you'd be surprised how many folks in New York that's really, you know, commanders yeah. fans. But it yeah. was – it was jam-packed, man. So I'd be up there. we do a rally during the day. And then that night, i do a podcast at that same bar. And then, you know, uh, come game day, i do my pregame and postgame show there. Yeah, I was going to say, uh, as far as the crowd, so we're not doing well. It's Christmas Eve. And Washington travels well. So I think it, it's going to be 50-50, Burgundy and Green out there. But, yeah, uh, yeah I definitely want to see you. Um, uh, always like to see you. We don't get a chance. I was thinking back. We hadn't took a picture together, seen each other in like 20 years. Yeah. It was me, you, LC, and Mike Tyson. <laughs> I got yeah. the picture. Like, it's a weird, uh, weird group, man. But uh, like LC said, just just get a chance to talk to you guys and think about the old times, man. It's just, I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I got a chance to, to play with you two guys. And you guys don't know, like, LC, you know, he came with a chip on his shoulder. You had a chip on your shoulder. But you guys, I knew right away. I was like, these these guys are special talents, and I said, but just good, good people, good guys, yeah. and honored to say you were two of my favorite teammates, man. I yeah, appreciate, I appreciate you. I mean, you know, you was the OG. You was the OG. I mean, you know, people, you know, I talked so much. I mean, everything I learned, it was crazy because if you think about it, when I got to Washington, I was ready to play football. And, and I, the reason why I say that because I'm like, if you went through what I went through as a rookie, no one wants to experience that. Like, you come in. Everybody got so many, you know, high hopes for you. 
being this special teams demon that you was in college, and then you hurt your knee like that on fan appreciation night. And the only thing that bothered me the most about just this is when I really learned and, and grew up. Like that first year was like one of those rude awakenings. Is that it's people that covers the game who really don't know what we go through, experience emotionally for not playing the game, but then they have the audacity to tell you that, oh, this kid doesn't want to play. Right. I'm hurt. I ain't go out there and say, oh, I'm going to get hurt this particular day and then I'm going to be shit. I mean, it was like, so it was constantly me hearing that stuff. And I'm a guy, I'm a guy that doesn't pay attention to the media. Like I've, I've been, I've been notorious for turning off the TV or turning the channels when it spoke of us, even when I was doing good in college, you know, you name it. And in New York, it's the biggest city. I mean, when it comes to what we do and you hear it, regardless of you trying. So that used to rub me so wrong, but it also, it also stirred the pot with me a little bit and it, and it kind of created a different, you know, uh, beast in me to make sure that when I did come back, I was going to set hit fire to that grass. I was going, you know, I, I, I got to saying that, man, you know, when I'm out there, I'm cutting grass. That's how I felt every time I was on the field. Like when I'm running my routes, I'm cutting grass. But the reason why I bring this up, because I think I remember the one time when I come to the stadium and see, we should be sharing stories. So we might as well make this thing interesting. I'm <laughs> the stadium and I'm just walking out of the car and everybody like, hold your head up, Tanner. We with you, bro. So I'm like, okay, what you mean? Hold my head up. I'm, I'm ready to play this week. You know what I mean? I'm getting a chance to get, you know, get some more burn. We was going up against Minnesota. So it was like Randy coming in town. You know, I'm like, okay. And I get to my locker and Wayne's rolling up a paper. He's like, you read the paper yet? And Wayne's face expression was so serious. I'm sitting there like, no, nah, I don't read the paper. He's like, well, I got it. Give me your book bag. He shoved it in my bag. He said, don't read this until after the game. Let's go. Let's get ready. So I'm like, now I'm like, you know, that kid that your mama told you, don't touch that stove or <laughs> don't go outside while I'm gone. Like, I want to go into this bag and read this paper. But I said, something said, don't do it. So I get out there on the field pregame and I'm everybody is like, basically like consoling me for something that I'm not even sure what's going on. And, but it just, it sparked something. I'm like, man, something going on, but I'm going to just put that behind me and I'll worry about it after the game. But I go out there and have my first 100-yard game. Uh, it was against Minnesota. So it was the first time me playing against the guy that I looked up to in Randy Moss. And I, I actually had more yards than him. So I remember, the, I remember running to the locker. We actually beat those guys. I run to my locker. I go and go right into my book bag and I read the front page. The dude said, I'm a bust. Oh, and I'm like, what? <laughs> this is what's going on? And I'm like, wow. And the dudes did it. And it's crazy because, you know, you know, I have, you know, I don't hold grudges and I'm not, you know, pissed off with them now. But, you know, I end up wow. bumping into him later. <laughs> I mean, we know, we know, Coach. But I bumped into him later. Like, it's crazy how things happen. You know what I mean? Because honestly, he lit the fire. Because after that game, I had 100 yards then. The next week, I run my first punt return back. The week after that, I run another punt return back. It, it just started, you know, it was like a domino effect for me. It was like you basically woke up a sleeping giant. You know what I mean? Like, damn, bro, I'm just really getting myself into my groove. And it's only my second year right now. You know what I mean? Really my first year playing, but second year. But I remember Cozy. I remember both of y'all. Wayne was like, when a guy came into the locker room to talk to us, I about to beeline to the dude because I wanted to fight. <laughs> and Wayne was like, get your ass up out of here. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's you know, that's low of you. How could you do that to this kid? So I'm sitting there like, okay, these guys got my back. And Coles, you said what you normally say. You were cussing them out in some kind of 
you said something to him, Slick, but <laughs> it made me say, okay, now I got to reprocess, refocus, and now I have something more to make me, you know, we always use something that's going to make us go out there and have that reason to prove somebody wrong. But, um, no, that was one of my funnest memories, man, of just you guys coming to bat for me. And then it's also was a credit to him. He just lit the fuse to the guy who was ready to go out there and go to battle, you know, and that, that was the start of the things that I started doing that second year. I ended up being an all pro as a punt returner, that you know, cool. and I was an alternate as a punt returner too for the Pro Bowl that year. And then the next year, I Coles leave us and I had my first thousand yard season. So now nah, those memories, man, I never forget, <laughs> man. And, and, and like I said before, I use so many of the things I learned in New York, especially from the older guys, Wayne, you coach, you was on a year older than me, but still you was like, that's that it was big coming from you because I related to you so much. You know, I watched you in Florida state, we Florida boys. So I leaned on you more than you probably even knew every words you said, I was listening to it. I was soaking it up. Wayne was the OG. I was just looking at him as just size alone. Like, man, this dude been beasting <laughs> since I've been, you know, probably in high school, you know, Wayne was so damn old. He been doing it for a long time at, at that size. And it's just like, wow. You know what I mean? I knew I could play on this level. It's just about getting comfortable and going out here and do what I do. So <laughs> you guys was a big um, reason why I became who I became as a receiver in this league, because I'd soaked up all the stuff y'all gave me, the game y'all gave me. Let's see. Mm-hmm. You, I, you, I don't know if Santana knows your first impression of me when you got in the locker room. Yeah. Tell him, tell him what you said to your mom and what you what you thought when you looked at me. But then I want to know what you thought when you met Santana in person. Okay. So when I first walked in the locker room and I saw Wayne standing in front of his locker, I looked at the nameplate and I'm like, "That's Wayne." <laughs> Ain't that? Man, I called my mom. My mom be starting in a week. <laughs> <laughs> And then what happened? We got on the field. Yeah, I got on the field. I'm like, hey, the dude is a baller. He yeah. up his nails. You can't cover him. He used to, what yeah. you call it, the slippery noodle you used to give him? Slippery noodle. Slippery noodle. Slippery give noodle. Him that leg. Uh, shoulder pads just bouncing everywhere. So that's what he <laughs> like, Don't give. look at his shoulders. Look at his waist. <laughs> <laughs> and then Santana. We ain't had no choice but to love Santana when he walked through the door. What Moe's rising, God bless him. We, 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 we got Santana Moe here. We got to get him the ball. Santana, Santana, how, how you lay here? You feel all right, Santana? Santana Moe going to play. Hey, man. Hold on. But do y'all remember? I know y'all remember. I don't forget a lot of stuff. Do y'all remember the night, Monday night football, it was Monday night. I believe it was Monday night. Monday or Sunday night. It probably was Sunday night. I don't know. I think it was, I think it was Sunday night. Or oh, Monday night. We played Oakland. You remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember the day, actually. But we played Oakland. I know it was a night game. Yeah. It was in Oakland. I run the first punt return for about, I don't know, let's say 30, 40 yards. And then I, I get a high ankle sprain. And I had to come out of the game. And I don't play no more that game. Some kind of way, somebody was at that punt. And later in the game, and either dropped it or, or made us lose the game. Yeah. So we come back to practice that week. And the first day of practice, I got a high angle spring. I'm done. Like, I should be sitting down. They made me tape this thing up. And it's all because of my knee. Like, you know, I, I feel like everything that happened to me, the knee just put the bad taste in their mouth. So they forced me to do things just because of my knee. Like, you can't, you can't force a kid to be healthier than what he is. If, if, if I hurt my knee, if I hurt my ankle, it, it is what it is. But anyway, we was in practice, and they made me do a go route, the first drill of practice. And I took three steps like, oh, that ankle ain't going to let me run that fast. And I turned around, 
And after practice, <laughs> I'm going to see if y'all remember this. Moe's Rising said, we all need to learn how to play hurt or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. And I, and I say hurt? Mother, man, I'm injured, man. And I walked <laughs> out. And one of y'all said, you heard him? <laughs> hey. He said, come here, come here, boy. And, and God bless the dead. God bless the dead. Because I think most passed away a year or two yeah. ago, man. Yeah. But Moe say Moses, he was just caught up in the fire. Like, Moe, you just don't understand what's going on with me right now, bro. I got a high ankle sprain. Y'all blaming the game on me that I didn't play. <laughs> I played one or two plays in the game. And the first thing I heard in the media was like, well, if Santana would have went out there and just caught the punt, we'd have won the game. Like, I couldn't walk. How the hell am I catching a punt? But, man, I just remember, like I said, it was moments like that. You guys was just always right there, front and center, man, you know, you know, holding your boy down. Yeah, man. <laughs> you know what's funny though? I wish you were there. I don't know if you were there, and he got uh, he got gout. <laughs> he oh yeah, that's or something like that, right? Tom, you gotta play hurt, Mo. You gotta play hurt. <laughs> gout. I remember he's limping. Out. He, I was like, he he's in there with uh, Dave Price getting, getting treatment, getting ultrasound. So. Damn, man. Now, this has memories, been awesome, man. man. This has been awesome. Well, man, I thank you for joining us, man. This is an awesome opportunity. Uh, I'm gonna get. I want your last predictions uh, on the score of the game, Wayne. I want you to go first, and Santana, you go next, and then I'll go last. All Prediction right. of the game, the score, and who's gonna win, Wayne? I'm I'm gonna predict that I'm gonna see Santana <laughs> <laughs> in the locker room and and uh, be happy and hug him, and then uh, whatever happens happens. That's that's all I'm concerned about. But uh, I don't know, maybe be a, 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 a three to two, three to two victory by. <laughs> <laughs> by the the Redskins because we're just gonna get a safety. Nah, man, I think it should be entertaining. I think it'll be entertaining, yeah. but um, I don't know, man. Like you said, at this point, it, is it worth winning to get a higher draft pick or not? But yeah, I'm always rooting for the green, man. So I hope they get a win. Straight up, Well, if you ask me, um, they call it around here the Santana Bowl, so <laughs> the Moss Bowl, you know. So <laughs> both of my teams that I've that I've had, um. Man, one, you know, the Jets gave me my chance to, to to live out my dream. And then, you know, the Redskins gave me an opportunity to just, you know, really, really take care of myself for the, you know, for the rest of my life. So I really appreciate them both. But man, I just want to see a competitive game. I said that before. Um, the score, who knows? You know, but I do believe that both teams are going to score some points. I do believe that. I think hopefully we don't let them be on. But I say 14-10, and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Jets to get our coast, man. Say y'all win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna round it out. I'm gonna say the Jets are gonna win this one, 17 to 14. Yes. Somehow they're gonna get it done, man. I appreciate you, Santana, for giving us your time, man. I love you. You gotta have me back, man. Yeah, man, man. Whenever you ready, let us know. How about we get good, you man. after the game? See how we it goes. See what our predictions are like. Yeah, we gonna we yeah, gonna start a new one. Game. We gonna start a new podcast. We gonna say the Six Feet Gunner Boys, and we gonna, <laughs> gonna bless you. Sounds yes. good. <laughs> Love y'all. Catch you later. All right, All man. Y'all. Thanks.